This program is presented by Zeeland Lumber and Supply. Good afternoon and welcome to the At Home Show on 99.7 and 14.50 WHTC. We'll bring you the latest trends and tips to improve where you live with leaders in the home improvement industry. The At Home Show is presented by Zeeland Lumber and Supply. Build. Trust. And now, here's your host of the At Home Show, Mark Vandenbosch. Welcome to the At Home Show here on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. Your host, Mark Vandenbosch, with you today. I'm alongside John Colley. John, you know, our goal on the show is to give the most relevant information on the building industry and today is no different. We will meet that goal. There, uh, there is so much going on in the industry as it relates to the supply side. And pricing right now is running away from us. And this isn't shock value or anything like that. Our goal is to share the information so that if you're a builder or a remodeler, you can manage your business appropriately. If you're a homeowner, you can manage your expectations as it relates to projects. And there's a lot of activity for Q2, Q3. We're seeing quoting beyond, you know, what we've, you know, it hasn't been beyond what we've seen before. I mean, there's a strong pipeline of opportunities. So, that said, John, you know, why don't we give our listeners a bit of a, hey, what's happening now? What's the current state of the union as it relates to the lumber and building material? Yeah, you know, thanks for having me back, Mark. <laughs> I, every time I come on this show and we have to talk about prices going up, I, I, I think that I'm not going to get invited back here again. But, uh, you know, the the, the long uh, of the short is, you know, we're seeing uh, – Supply side constraints. We're seeing mill level production uh, not building, and we're seeing higher prices uh, that are coming along with it, with with increased permits and increased housing starts. Yeah, that's where it all kind of that, that's the crux of it all, right? Yeah. That that when you boil it all down, that's kind of it. Now let's unpack that further. You know, if you take us back a couple months, we had actually seen a little bit of a dip. Right mm-hmm. as it, mm-hmm. as it relates to pricing, but then all of a sudden it shot up not only to the pre dip levels, but has gone up even further. And we've been living in a bit of what would you call it turbulence here mm-hmm. of late, and we're flying at historically high numbers. Yeah, certainly we we came into the last quarter with lumber pricing starting to soften up, and normally this is a seasonal type move. What happens is uh, year-end inventory comes around, and most of the dealers don't want that inventory on their books. In Michigan, it's not a, a huge issue, except that it, uh, you know, it, it counts against your profitability for the year. But in a lot of states, that inventory um, is taxed, and you know, a lot of what these dealers don't want to do is go into year-end with an inventory that they're going to have to pay an extra tax on. So in the, that fourth quarter we saw pricing start to drop until mainly until deliveries extended past the beginning of the new year once they extended past the new year 
we saw pricing start to um, pick back up and firm up again. Yeah, and has continued to do so. And for the sake of our conversation today, much of much of it will be around the forest product side of things, and it's really the biggest category in a new single-family home construction or a multifamily project, right? And, and so what we're talking about here is the dimensional side of things, the two-by-four, by-six, and then even we'll get into some wides, and then we'll talk about the panel side of things as well as the engineered wood, which we've seen some some conditions change even in this in this past week. For those of you who are just tuning in, you're listening to the At Home Show here on 99.7 and 14.50 WHTC. Maybe you're listening to the podcast. If you're not sure where to go, go to whtc.com, check out the podcast, scroll down to the At Home Show, and we've got content like this as well as content on anything kind of related to our industry, a lot of focus on the supply side. John Colley is the Director of Purchasing for Zealand Lumber and Supply and a wealth of knowledge. You're in the market day in, (laughs) day out. And so, John, let's move into unpacking a couple of these different categories. And and even to the extent on dimensional, let's talk about some narrows, as they Mm -hmm. say, and then we'll talk about the wides and help our our listeners understand hey how do you navigate these kind of uncharted times yeah certainly uh, on the on the dimensional side the two by four contract is a contract that's tied to futures and cash and that's the one that the barometer of um, where the rest of the pricing is somewhat going and what we're seeing is we're seeing a decreased supply in the pacific northwest and we're seeing uh, an increase in demand from housing starts and permits and What's what's going on is um, that that dynamic is is really just driving that pricing up. Now, supply side, it, they're producing pretty much as well as they've been able to produce over the course of the last couple of years. It's certainly got some dips and some you know some peaks and some valleys in their production levels, but that's not the the production isn't really you know what's driving the cost increase. It's really been on the strong starts and and permit side of it. And then even though the production hasn't really changed a lot, what we are seeing and probably the best indicator of why the pricing is going up is because their inventories are at all-time lows. And that's really the the driving factor of it is extremely low inventory, you know, production that, that's that's about the same as it's always been, but an increase in demand. You know, and you alluded to it. I'm not sure if our listeners caught it, but there are there are less suppliers in our industry than 15, 20 years ago. And John, we we we're old enough to remember when when the, we even hit two million starts in a yeah. year. Well. Today, if it's 1.3, 1.4, it feels like two million because we just have less suppliers in the in the industry. Yeah, and, and there's been a, a a pretty big shift in species that are getting harvested. You know, the Pacific Northwest harvests spruce and fir, and where the uh, central United States, the southern states, supply southern yellow pine, we're seeing consolidation in both, where bigger mills are buying smaller mills and and um, it's really we're seeing some participants exit the market where they just don't have the fiber available to to sustain their operations. Right now, 
builder confidence still remains very, very high, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so there's, you know, and I would ask you, you know, you, you, certainly we've got soaring prices, mm-hmm. but we're also looking at interest rates that are historically low. Yes. Yeah, the interest rates are still historically low. And as of the latest publication by the Fed, the, the, they're still taking a dovish approach to uh, – increasing rates, which means that they expect it to stay low for quite some time. Right. And it's arguable whether those low rates kind of offset these high prices. You got to take yeah. on that. Well, you know, it does to a point, but it's it's still sticker shock. If, if you, you know, it's kind of like the, the days where somebody tries to sell you on a return on investment. You know, it's, it's always a sticker shock up front, but if you can get past the initial, uh, you know, shock of it all, then, then um, you know, it might make some financial sense. Now, you were talking about different species in different portions of the United States. You know, when we look at the Midwest, which is, which is the geographic area that we support, mm-hmm. what, are, what are the preferences from the, the builder community as it relates to some of these species? And secondly, are they gonna? Is it gonna get to the point where? Hey, yeah, I know you got the preference, but here's what you're getting. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of there now, actually. You know, mo- most of the builders pref- prefer the spruce. It's just a, it's a, a slower growing tree. It's got tighter growth rings. It's stronger. It's straighter. It's it's a better product to build with for the most part. But southern yellow pine certainly has its uh, advantages as well, such as it it's got a larger cell structure. It grows fast, and they, it's one of the species that takes chemical. Um, better than others, and so that's what's used in all treated lumber for the most part. But, you know, you can go back and forth. The markets correlate. They're kind of doing the same thing on pricing, but um, as far as preference, we we tend to prefer the northern species. Right, and as it relates to some of the wides, though, you were saying the southern yellow pine really has gained some momentum and mm-hmm. certainly has been around as it relates to in, on the treated side of things. Yeah, the wide dimensional in the yellow pine, uh, to get the higher values of it, it has to be a slower growth tree, and it's got to be a bigger tree at that at that uh, um, on that side of things too. So it's it's it gets used quite often in the north. They use it for more for like beam and header type applications than they really do floor joists or anything on that side of it. But uh, it it gets used quite a bit, and it gets used extensively and treated. Right. So we've unpacked the dimensional side of things, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk at length about panels. You know, that's a big part of projects, right? Not only just the commodity panels, but with the invention of some of these higher-end kind of custom panels, uh, we're going to talk mm-hmm. about that. And then we're going to move into some conversation on engineered wood products, too, because there are some things in there that we need to share with our listeners. You know, before we do that, we're going to take a break. Uh-huh. So stay with us. We will be right back on the At Home Show here on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. back on the At Home Show. Mark Vandenbosch alongside John Colley here. John's the Director of Purchasing at 
Zealand Lumber and Supply and a wealth of knowledge. If you are just tuning in, our big idea today is to share with you the conditions of the industry and and supply is constrained because of the demand. You know, these are better problems, mm-hmm. right? And we're also seeing uh, kind of a historic rise in, in pricing. And as we said in the opening remarks of the show, this isn't a this isn't a fear factor. This isn't a hey, let's you know let's stop building. We're actually seeing the reverse of that. We're seeing so much activity out there. Our goal today is just share information to help make it easier for you. If you are a builder, a remodeler, or a homeowner, you know what greater industry is there than the building industry? Because we get to create new spaces that people get to live, grow, and play. And, and John, our conversation was on the dimensional side of things, mm-hmm. two by four, two by six. If you missed part of that, check the podcast out. Any kind of takeaways as we, as we kind of segue into the panels and the EWP? Anything you want to share on the dimensional? Uh, nothing big in necessarily in particular except just, you know, four, week, four weeks, it's just to give an indication, it's up uh, probably 15%. And if you look at the historical average, uh, over the past two years, from 2018 to nine, um, 2018 to now, then you would be, you would probably look at an average of about 450 uh, a board foot. And to put it into perspective, what we're seeing now is over a thousand from the mill. So it's, it's, you know, a, more than twice as expensive as what we would historically see. Right. Yeah, that's staggering. It really, really is if you if you think about it. Now, thankfully, we're living in an age where interest rates are are at the at the low numbers that mm-hmm. they are. All right, let's talk about panels, right? OSB. Mm-hmm. If if our listeners aren't familiar with it, OSB, uh, it, they're the sheeting that wraps the homes, and so OSB goes on every home, and, and certainly it's a relevant product to talk about here. There's mm-hmm. some challenges here in this category. Yeah, certainly. It's a production issues on the e, on OSB and EWP in general, but uh, the, they're having a lot of resin issues. Just getting the right resin to to produce the panels in a in a timely manner, and then they're dealing with some equipment that's old and outdated and needs some repair. So predominantly in our region, Warehouser is a, a dominant player, and um, they they deliver into the. Uh, Midwest region economically just due to their physical location and the and the uh, dollars of freight behind it and what what we're seeing is you know they've got a plant that's old and needs repair elk and mill and it's not producing where it's supposed to be producing and what they're having to do is is uh, backfill from other plants to to maintain what their obligations already are and so we're you know like for for our region, we're having to go outside of our normal uh, area, you know, where we buy products to bring products in, and simply the freight cost is higher. You know, you're going into the winter weather. Um, this time of year, when temperatures get down to about zero, you know, rail car traffic tends to slow down, and it's because they have to reduce the amount of cars on their on their train when it gets below zero and then when it gets below say 30 you know degrees you know like negative 30 or anywhere in that range they have to reduce it even farther and so we're dealing with um you know running at two-thirds capacity or half capacity on most of the rail lines it puts a strain on the trucking and then the the freight increases to get products from different zones but in the in the 
Midwest, that's the big issue. Um, resin issues aren't allowing them to produce. Uh, there's not enough production to keep up with the starts and the demands. We've heard some good news that there's going to be some increased production coming mainly out of the Pacific Northwest, but it's not going to be until later Q3 or maybe even Q4 before it starts to make an impact in our region. So have you seen a bit of a of a move because of some of the supply issues from a commodity OSB to some of these more premium type of OSB products? Yeah, you know, certainly we have. And, and one of the big driving factors, like, you know, with a product like uh, Huber, um, like their Advantech and their Zip panels, is Huber manufactures their own panels. And they don't sell open market wood. So they can control their costs a little bit better. Even though they've got a... Uh, you know, the proprietary films that they put on the face of it, it's it's a cost saving to a builder because they don't have to, you know, wrap the house with a, a house wrap afterwards. But their pricing follows uh, random lengths to a degree, and it follows the marking pricing to a degree, but you don't see the – the um, they're not the product that's making the, the the new highs, and they're not the product that's making the, the new lows. They're, they're, they're kind of running in between those uh, – in between those boundaries and, and um, moving with the market but not setting it. Right. For those of you who are just joining us, we've got John Colley on the show today, and we're talking about the the forest product side of our industry, some, some opportunity to share, some relevant information. If you're looking to to embark on a project this year as a homeowner, if you're a builder or, prof- or a professional remodeler, you know, th- these are things that you need to be aware of, certainly so that you can manage your, your business well. Now, you had given us a bit of an indication of pricing differences, right? <laughs> and, and dare we jump into that on the <laughs> OSB side of things, but just paint a, a bit of a picture with our listeners of what that kind of spread is and what, what the price is now compared yeah. to... Well, it, it, it's interesting because, you know, I, we're seeing a lot of the annual reports come in from some of these major <laughs> major companies, and they they look profitable, and I can't imagine how they couldn't be. But, you know, like, for instance, uh, we feel the break-even point on a sheet of OSB from the mill level was always in that, you know, $6 cost range. And, and um, in a normal market uh, – a sheet of seven sixteenths OSB would be selling in the twelve to sixteen dollar range, and now currently, with the costs are, that are in the marketplace, I, I'm, it's not unlike a retail number to be closer to forty dollars. Right, absolutely yeah. north of well north of thirty, and yeah. and again, it's not a it's not a fear factor or shock kind of value here. It's just more of reality. And, you know, you had mentioned kind of the traditional thought on cost. I'm, the, the cost structure has gone up. Certainly. Most yeah. doubtedly here. And so, all right, John, let's talk about EWP. A ton going on. We don't have a lot of time yep. left. So share with our listeners what's happening. Well, you know, EWP is under the same problems that OSB is. They're struggling with resin issues. They're struggling with production. The cost is going up. It's going up drastically. They claim they're not making money, but, you know, high demand and limited production is driving those costs up. I think, you know, companies like LP have announced quarterly pricing, and, you know, we're still trying to figure out what that is. Most of these companies throw something out there and then, retract back off of it but you know they're having problems getting fiber and um you know it's they've made no bones about it you know they're they're looking for someone to buy that operation and possibly even 
um, you know, spin it off in, in the next year or two. But the, lo- the long and the short is it'll probably go to one of the big producers that manages their own fiber. Yeah, it's 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 similar to to what we've talked about even on the dimensional side. There's less players out there mm-hmm. that are producing it. But, you know, the, the players that are doing it, the suppliers, the, to your point, the, the big two or three, you know, they do a really good job. They focus on innovation, technology, and safety, and they really deliver a product that that builders and homeowners will will find value to. Yeah, and and they they do it with sustainable, you know, practices. Right. You know, that's a that's one of the keys and that's you know, that's the part of owning the fiber. All right. Just a minute left or so. Treated. Last year, treated. You, you couldn't get treated material, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And and I'm sure our listeners might be even thinking about that as we're talking about <laughs> the the forest product side of things. Is that going to be the case here in 2021? Once the weather kind of gets nicer, I think the decking's going to be better this year. Um, I don't think you're going to have quite the same problems you're going to have on that. Certainly, you're still going to have issues with long lengths. If you need something 18, 20 foot longer, then there's there's going to be some problems sourcing that. There's just too much demand and um, not enough supply. You know, they just don't grow those trees every day that they need to do to to get that fiber. But but overall. Um, I think the industry's in a little better shape, and uh, I think you're seeing some of that pricing high now because this is it's it tends to follow more of a seasonal pattern where treaters jump in to buy inventory to treat for you know this north this northern climate needs that usually roll around in, in March April you know May time frame, but um, I certainly think it'll be it'll it'll still be tight, and I still think pricing's going to be up there, but I don't think you'll have quite as many problems getting product. Some good stuff today. Yeah. I'm not going to ask you what your crystal ball is for five, six, seven months down the road. <laughs> <laughs> but we will do this. We'll commit to coming back. We'll get you back on the show here okay. in the next couple months just to give an update. And so, again, it will meet our focus to share information that helps folks navigate our wonderful industry. John, thanks for coming on board today. Thanks for having me, Mark. And thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in each and every week on the At Home Show. Have a safe and happy weekend, everyone. The At Home Show has been presented by Zealand Lumber and Supply. Build trust. Be sure to visit our website at whtc.com where you can listen or download this and other past programs at your convenience for free in the podcast tab. Join us next week for another edition of the At Home Show on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC, a presentation of Midwest Communications.